Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps pet parents understand and optimize the health of their furry family so they can live the full and happy life you want for them. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Call the Vet Show. I'm your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex. I'm really grateful for you choosing to spend your time with me today as I dive deeper into the causes of allergies in dogs. So um, for the last few weeks, I've been talking about some of the most common problems that can occur to your dog, especially over the summer months. And allergies is definitely up there as the most frustrating, but also impactful condition during the summer, especially, but potentially year round, depending on what they're allergic to. And today I want to dive deeper into the causes of food allergies and also the causes of environmental allergies, which is also known as atopic dermatitis. So let's jump straight into it. So food allergies um, are given a whole lot of real estate when it comes to social media posts, um, marketing, because ultimately people want to sell you the latest and greatest food that is going to beat their food allergies. But that's only 10% of dogs that are allergic are going to be suffering from a true food allergy. The other thing that we'll often see um, is that um, grains in particular are going to be blamed for allergies, but that's not strictly true. The biggest cause of food allergies in dogs is the protein that they are eating. So this is the meat component of the diet. And number one is beef. So 34%, so that's more than one in three food allergic dogs is actually allergic to beef. The next is dairy, so this is 17%. Um, chicken is 15%. Wheat is our first grain at number four, which is 13%. And then kind of following up from that, we kind of get rapidly um, reducing percentages. So we've got lamb, soy, corn, egg, pork, um, which vary from five to 2%. And then we've got fish and a few other kind of more weird and wonderful things, which kind of make up the rest. But really it is this protein component. Now you might think, well, okay, well, my dog's not actually food allergic. So let's avoid feeding them beef. Let's avoid giving them dairy or chicken, um, avoid wheat or lamb um, and feed them something more exotic. So like a uh, a kangaroo or a crocodile or um, you know whatever unusual food animal is in you know your part of the world. The issue here is that yes while some foods may be inherently more likely to trigger an allergy, um, in actual fact anything can be allergic, can, can cause a food allergy to your dog and the typical picture that we see is actually a dog who's eaten the same food for a number of years or for a reasonable length of time before then becoming to alert, uh, becoming allergic to whatever ingredient it is that they become allergic to. So by feeding an exotic diet in the first instance, just makes it more likely that they're going to be allergic to that um, kangaroo or crocodile or whatever it is that you choose to feed them. Also though, that goes to show that actually, you know, a lot of our dogs are fed grains in one way, shape or form. And actually it's a relative minority of them that go on to develop a food allergy. Well, it's a huge minority of them that develop a food allergy in general, but not very many can blame the grains for their food allergy, even though a huge number of dogs eat that. So, you know, there's a lot of myths about grains that I, you know, don't necessarily want to get into now. So 
That is our food allergies. Now, that's all very well and good, but how can we determine whether a dog has a food allergy? Now, the next problem with marketing is that you're going to jump online and you're going to see that there's a number of different tests that you can buy at home um, that are going to accurately, um, safely and cheaply, or in inverted commas, diagnose your dog your dog's food allergy, let you know exactly what they're allergic to so you can take steps to avoid that ingredient. Now, the problem here is that these tests have been shown time and again in independent studies to be useless. Um, you know, they, they show that dogs who are showing no signs of allergic disease are allergic to any number of, of different foodstuffs. It's even been shown that swabs that have been taken of just sterile water um, are allergic to one of these proteins or, or numerous of them in some cases. So please don't believe the marketing hype. Do not waste your money on blood tests, on saliva tests, on hair tests for food allergens. They do not work. The only way to really accurately diagnose a food allergy is to do something called a diet trial. And this is where we feed a very specific diet, so a novel protein and a novel carbohydrate, meaning ones that your dog has never come across before, or a hydrolyzed diet, which effectively does the same thing. We need to feed this one food for a period of eight plus weeks before we can then assess whether your dog's itch has resolved um, and therefore are suffering from a food allergy. Please don't waste your money on these tests. And when I kind of said cheap in inverted commas, they're actually selling for two to three hundred dollars. So it's you know definitely money that is better off in your back pocket than um, to some kind of successful marketer out there. Helping your pet live the happy, healthy life they deserve. So really that's food allergy. So the next and the most common group of allergens or allergies is our environmental allergies. So our atopic dermatitis. This is like hay fever for dogs, if you like. Um, and we can break this group down into kind of two main categories. So we've got allergens that are present in the home. Um, and this includes things like human dander, so human skin. So our, our dogs are actually allergic to us. So, you know, you might be aware that we can be allergic to um, our dogs and cats, but they can actually be allergic to us as well. Um, dust mites in the home and storage mites in their food. Um, the next group is um, allergens that are present in the wider environment. And this includes any number of pollens, trees, grasses, anything that's outside that, and, and in, in the air that your dog can be allergic to. Now, the issue here is that most dogs, they're not just allergic to one thing, they're allergic to numerous different things. So, um, you know, as an example, you know, about 50% of dogs are allergic to um, house dust and human dander. Um, over 60% are allergic to house dust mites. Over 60% are allergic to molds. 50% um, trees, maybe 35% grasses, 30% weeds, 40% insects. So you can see then there's going to be a significant overlap and dogs are going to be allergic to numerous different allergens. So allergens are the things that are stimulating this unusual allergic response that are resulting in your dog's inflamed and itchy skin. So there's a couple of things here. The first is that actually controlling any of these allergens is going to be beneficial because if you can keep your home environment 
cleaner, um, less allergenic, less stimulating for your dog, you're going to be reducing that overall stimulation and, and that's going to help to keep their allergies under control. But it's unfortunately going to be impossible or near on impossible to eliminate every single cause of your dog's atopic dermatitis, their environmental allergy. But what we can do is we can test it. Now, there's a couple of different ways that we can test this. It's important though that we only test dogs that we know to be allergic. So we've eliminated the other causes of itching in your dog and we've narrowed it down to, um, to this, these environmental allergies. Now we can do something called a scratch test. That's normally done by a dermatologist where um, they basically scratch your dog's skin with a number of these different allergens and they measure the, the swelling that results from that. The other test that we do, and is probably more common because it's a little bit um, cheaper, it's a bit easier and quicker, um, and can be done just by your general veterinarian, and that is to take a blood test. So these blood tests are useful. But what can happen is that they'll, the results will come back and it's likely to be a number of things that your dog's allergic to. We can then actually vaccinate your dog against these allergens and this is one way or the only way that we can really potentially cure your dog of their atopic dermatitis. Now it's not super common that we're doing this but if your dog does have a reliance on pharmaceutical medication to control their allergic disease to keep their skin settled this is a really good option for you to explore. There are though lots of other different options that we can use to reduce your dog's reliance on pharmaceuticals so that maybe actually they can have their allergies controlled without the need for drugs at all. Now I've actually written a, um, an ebook guide for this called Dog Allergy First Aid which is a guide to rapidly eliminating your dog's itch, improving their skin quality and taking control of their allergic disease. You can check that out by going to ourpetshealth.com slash allergy first aid. And actually, if you use the promo code podcast, you can get 10% off that guide as well. So if your dog has allergies, I definitely encourage you to check that out to help you avoid some of the most common mistakes that I see pet parents make as they're desperately trying to control their dog's allergies and eliminate their itch. And next week, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the holistic control treatment and management of allergic disease. Some of the key steps that you can take to keep your dog as comfortable as possible year round. So make sure you hit subscribe if you're not already so that you don't miss out on all of my future episodes. But until the next one, I'm veterinarian Dr. Alex. This is the Call the Vet Show because they're family. That's it for this episode of the Call the Vet Show. Be sure to visit callthevet.org to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. We'll see you next time.